0: Hello, and um, welcome to my third episode of this podcast on sustainable and healthy living and the journey that I am taking into both of those things. My name is Miriam, but I go by the Sustainably Healthy Mimsy on uh, YouTube. And um, today I just kind of wanted to reflect on some conversations that I've been having and some podcasts that I've been listening to and some research that I've been doing and it's kind of all compounded over the last few, I guess the last week or two. So I will start by saying, I I don't know, I kind of like recording where I am, the kind of atmosphere that I'm in. The last two podcasts I recorded in my bedroom, looking out my back window, And today I'm sitting actually at my computer desk because I took notes and I wanted to kind of work through some of these things, partially because I'm actually going to take this information today and do reviews on the things that I have purchased on YouTube. Um, a series of videos that will vlog the products that I've purchased and and how I'm enjoying them. So I wanted to make sure that I kept all of my thoughts kind of, um, in a good place in, in, in order, in a in a, a good organized place. So today's subject I guess is the question of whether or not I am making a difference on this journey. And I'm talking today mostly from the sustainability aspect because that is I think what is questioned most. So um, and I see this I see this all the time. I'm gonna go on I don't know, not a mini rant, but a mini I don't know, off topic thing. I see these things everywhere, so I choose mostly not to use straws, and I try very hard not to use plastic bags and things like that. And I know that there are people who need straws, and I also know that you can't always say no to a plastic bag if, for example, you are like me and you've forgotten your bags at home or the grocery store does not offer paper bags. Although I will point out that if you have a Sprouts near you, they do have paper bags. They don't have them out and kind of on display like the plastic bags, but you can ask for paper bags instead of plastic. So, but I see all of these things everywhere about how, you know, well, why not use them? Because one person doing that is not going to make a difference. You know that, single human waste is nothing compared to the chemicals and the waste that companies are putting out into the environment every day. And that's absolutely true. My singular decisions are not going to have any kind of effect on a giant business. So I want to, I guess, acknowledge that from the start that I already know these arguments and that there are things that kind of sit with me You know when someone brings me a straw, and I say no, thank you, I'm not going to use that. Or um, if I opt for paper instead of plastic, or if I just don't use a bag at all. So I guess I want to start there. Those are the those are the things that I'm well aware of, and I'm not condoning you know an end all be all to everything because that's just not realistic in the world that we currently live in. As long as we live in a world that is you know advertisement forward and capitalistic, capitalism as like the primary, I don't know, I feel like the primary thing that pushes our per, our society in one direction or another, you know, then then there are things that, that won't and can't change, you know, I, there doesn't matter how many letters I send or how many phone calls I make, the whole society has to change. And two, as long as we view disability and chronic conditions as a burden on society, that will never change. What has to change again is society right? Straws cause an issue. Plastic straws, non-reusable straws cause an issue. But there are people who cannot use the metal straws or cannot use the paper straws or what have you. So until we find an actual real alternative that will meet the needs of the people who need them and also don't harm the environment, we're going to be stuck in this situation where it's almost like people pitting themselves and pitting everyone else against each other because of the way society works. So. I'm aware of those arguments and those are all things that I kind of consider when I make these decisions. So, having said all that, um, I'm sitting next to my lamp and I keep hitting it with my hand. Um, That's that clicking you might hear. I um, have made a number of purchases over the last month or so. and they've all been very conscious purchases and I've done like like days and weeks even of research before purchasing them. So I kind of wanted to walk through them today and why I made those decisions. And then again, I will follow up on my YouTube channel, HS um, Mimsy, or the Healthy Sustainably Mimsy sustainably healthy Mimsy, whatever it is, um, to kind of talk about those purchases piece by piece and do reviews of them. So today I just, I kind of want to talk about making that, this making those decisions because it's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to live a more sustainable life. I'm going to make better choices. And it's quite another thing to actually make those choices because you, you do, you have to do your research and you have to know what you're getting into. And again, we don't all have the time to do that every single time. So I kind of want to document how I'm going through this process and how I have handled these things that they, as they have come up in my life. So I'm talking about four things today in particular, and there will be more later, I guess. But the first thing is hair care. Then I'm going to talk about, um, bags, and I'm not talking about like grocery bags. I'm talking about like bags, bags, purses, and things like that, shoes, and clothing, and all of these things are really just first steps for me, and they're not, um, they're not things that I certainly have the, all of the knowledge needed for, and they're certainly not things that I have the perfect answer for, this is just kind of where I am, again, on my journey. So, the very first set of purchases that I made that I want to talk about today were hair products, well, one was a hair product, two were hair products, whatever, um, I have very, very thick, I have very long, curly hair, and um, I have spent a very long time trying to figure out the best formula for how to care for my hair. Um, I get very frizzy hair, I also have, um, my scalp has to be cared for very carefully, otherwise it gets too oily, or it gets, you know, I get dandruff, or whatever it is, it's just, it's it's a sensitive scalp, I guess. Um, And I also want to love my hair. I want to to, to treat it the way that it wants to be treated. Um, And it's taken me 30 years to figure all that out. So I, um, after watching some some videos from my favorite hair care people, um, people like Oh, and I, now I can't even remember their names, but a number of, I follow them on Instagram and I, so you can check out my Instagram and see who I follow, and I look at them on YouTube. I kind of uh, figured out kind of what kinds of products that I need, so a really good gel, a, you know, a really good, I need like lotion type products because I have low viscosity hair, my hair doesn't take in water very well. Um, and then I started to watch some sustainable YouTubers and I found one who has similar hair to mine I think her hair is a little um, less thick than mine is but uh, she has long hair she has curly hair so I watched videos by Sedona Christina and how she makes her own gel and how she um, uses uh, how the bars that she uses for her hair so it's a process and I've decided to kind of start on that process so the first thing I want to say about all of these purchases is that Part of the journey to sustainability is using what you have and then making the purchase. You can't just throwing things out; is it just it compounds the same problem of having all this waste. So I recently ran out of my current conditioner, which was all which was in plastic, but it was already um, uh, a vegan conditioner. Um, so when I ran out of it, I purchased some conditioner, package-free conditioner from Lush. In a conditioner bar and I also purchased a package-free lotion bar from Lush because I'm also out of the lotion that I had been using so I needed those two things and I went ahead and purchased them and I did purchase some uh, package-free Deodorant. I am not quite out of my last set of deodorant, but I am actually approaching the end of it. So I did want to go ahead and have that available. So I I purchased those, and I purchased those based on recommendations from um, low waste uh, YouTubers and lo- low waste influencers that I follow. Um, I've never never really been a huge fan of blush, mostly because they seem to be like bath bomb people, and um, and I I wasn't I don't know. I'm not always, like, I like bath bombs, but not all the time, but now that I've realized that they have a lot more options, and that they actually are a package-free um, company, it I actually like them a lot, so I went ahead and purchased those, and I've used the conditioner once, and I, I don't really have enough for review yet, I'm actually going to shower after I f- record this podcast, so hopefully I'll be able to do a review on the conditioner soon. The lotion, however, I'm actually enjoying, there is a bit of a like, learner curve to kind of getting it on your skin, but I... I actually am really enjoying it um the other thing that I purchased I also purchased um I went ahead and purchased low waste uh shampoo bar from and it's on my desk I can't even remember what it is but it was also recommended by Sedona Christina I'm actually going to be using it for the first time today as well and the thing about hair is that it's not just like you don't it's kind of like when you feed a dog or cat new food you kind of want to like Ease yourself into it because there's you're you're messing with pH balances and and the oils and you know all of these different things. So like I've already been on this journey to with my hair care. I wash it, you know, I don't wash it every day. I don't um, I don't do a lot of things that cause waste and things like that to my hair already. And now I'm going to be making this journey while I use up the last of my um, current shampoo into this package-free shampoo. The other thing, the other couple things that I went ahead and got, I had run out of my favorite face wash, which was actually a Korean face wash, and as much as I loved it, I wanted something that was package-free or low-waste, so I picked up some Shea Moisture low-waste charcoal face bar and I also picked up um, a couple of other face items that I needed which I'm are in containers that I already have plans to reuse when they run out so those are the kinds of things that went into those decisions that I made the second item that I want to talk about is a bag. So I I um, I have, I do have a chronic condition in my feet that for the past three years or so has required that I carry quite a few items with me and I'm not going to go into all the details, but to give you an idea, I had foot braces, I had to carry extra socks. Um, because different socks have different effects on my feet and I have to figure out which one I need at that time. Emergency ice in case of an injury, um, medications that brought down inflammation that I had to take regularly, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff, athletic tape, the whole nine yards. And I've been using a very large backpack for the last few years to carry all of those things. Um, I'm now in a place right now where I don't need to carry all of those things anymore, Um, and I can use a smaller bag and I can also, it'll be a lot easier to have some things at work and have some things at home rather than needing to carry them with me everywhere. I should also mention that I have a number of allergies, so I always carry Benadryl on me. I always carry, um, a a number of things. I always have water with me and all sorts of stuff like that. So the bag that I had been using was a large backpack and it's probably 10 years old. It's, it's an old backpack. It is, it's, it's okay, it's wearing out, it's not um, in as great shape as it used to be, but it's also not useless. Um, but it's too big and uh, carrying it around was becoming more of a hassle than it was a help. So I decided to do some research and I found this company called United by Blue. And the bag that I purchased is 50% organic cotton, 44% recycled polyester, and it has aluminum hardware. Um, and I really liked that. And also, every product purchase removes one pound of trash from both waterways and oceans. And I really like that because, as they pointed out, you know, we think of these of the big ocean and all the trash in the ocean, but where does that, you know, where does the trash come from? And a lot of it comes from our waterways, the waterways in our cities, in our in, you know, in, in our parks where trash gets put in and then all those waterways lead to the ocean. So that is where I purchased that bag from. I've been using it for a couple weeks and it is a bit of a learning curve. I'm not used to carrying around something like that, but I'm really excited to kind of use it a little bit more and then go through and do a review of it. So uh, the next thing that I purchased were shoes from Allbirds and I put this right after the bag because I have to wear, I am allowed to wear two different types of shoes that support my feet and provide the things that I need. my feet. The condition that I have can cause swelling and can cause inflammation in the joints and tendons and ligaments and the whole nine yards, everything. Um, and the muscles are, are, are weak because of all of this. Um, so I need shoes that provide a good deal of support, but are also flexible enough that if my foot were to swell up like it did last night, that I am still able to do what I need to do. The shoes that I had were completely worn out. My leg braces had worn through the heel to the point where you could see like the very middle like fabric or whatever it was that's in the middle of a shoe. You could see that. And my doctor was done with me. She said I needed to buy new shoes. But I knew that I wanted to make a wise choice. So I did some research into Allbirds and the thing that sold me actually has nothing to do with sustainability. It had to do with the support that I need. Um, Because the fact of the matter is, as sustainable as something might be, if it's going to put me in a place where I can't do what I need to do, like live my life and do my job, then it's not an option. And this is something that I don't think a lot of um, people who are not disabled or who don't have a disability don't seem to realize. Something can be 100% sustainable, but if it's going to cause my feet, in particular for me, more harm, then it's not an option. I can't sit at home and do nothing. I have a job, I have pets, I have a partner, I have to you know, go grocery shopping. So this was a really important piece for me uh, when I was doing this research. So the sustainable side of Allbirds, they sell two different kinds of shoes that are made from a majority of some kind of material. So the ones that I ordered were made from wool, recycled bottles, castor bean oil, and recycled cardboard. And all of these things are sustainably um, collected. You can actually go onto the website and see the herds of sheep that they take the wool from. You can see the forest where they get the trees from and all of these things. The website is really nice in how it shows how the shoes are made and where and all of that good stuff. So I um, very quickly have worn the shoes a couple of times. I'm. I swear it's like walking in a hug my feet feel hugged and it is so nice and we've really put them through the ringer I've done a few walks like over a mile and everything and it's actually worked really well but again for the details you'll have to check out the YouTube videos on these the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to the research that I've done is clothing so I've ordered clothing the past few weeks from two particular websites depop which is a um, Uh, What's the word I'm looking for gently use secondhand it's a secondhand online clothing store and I actually have a package waiting for me in the mailbox right now of um, some staple items that I'm really excited to take a look at but what I want to talk about today is the research that I did to order the clothes that I ordered this weekend from Wear packed. Um, so I actually was torn between ordering from 10 tree and Wear packed and I really want to order from 10 tree the next time that I need to because of the way that they plant trees. I think that's awesome. Um, but I ordered from Wear today because they were having a summer solstice sale. Um, and that, you know, my money's an issue the more sustainable you are, sometimes the more expensive these things are, and, um, so that, that, I mean, that took, that played a role this weekend, I'm not even gonna lie. So I ordered some things for the upcoming school year, and I ordered things that, to replace items that I have that no longer fit. I'm cleaning out my closet, and I'm getting rid of things that are too big for me, and so, um, and that's part of this journey. I don't think people realize that losing weight is expensive, not just because of, you know, buying healthy food or whatever it is, or the gym membership or whatever you want, all of those things. It's expensive because you have to change out your wardrobe and it's not just a beginning and end thing. You know, the, for example, the leggings that I bought to to replace the other leggings that I had, I wore those things all the time and they were literally falling down. I can't just wear those and tie them up or whatever as I continue on this journey. So, um, they have that whole, it just, it plays, the whole thing plays in everything. <laughs> so I like WearPack because they use organic cotton and their company is Fairtrade, which is very important. Um, I have a dog in the background and he is licking his paws. So I apologize for the noise. Um, they're Fair Trade. they use organic product and when I made the purchase, Um, I really like this. They told me how many gallons of water my purchase saved. And in my case, it was 80 gallons, which I, you know, uh, there are a couple of other podcasts that talk about water and how much water is used to make things. Adam ruins everything. I know I've mentioned this before. Adam ruins everything episode on fast fashion. And then there is another podcast, which I will need to look up and I can't remember, but it is an episode. Oh man. It's called sustainable, sustainable something. Um, and it, you know what I'll do is I'll finish recording this and then I'll go double check that and then come back and tell you what those are. Um, so I listen to those podcasts and they kind of talk about exactly how, much, how many gallons of water is needed to make one shirt or to make one pair of pants. And it's, it's huge. I mean, the amount of work that goes into these things is huge. And when you think about actually how little you get for your money when it comes to buying things that are in fast fashion... It makes no sense for all the work that goes into making a, a like, a camisole, a, a, a tank top or a, a, a whatever. I mean, it's not worth it to have it run out as quickly as it does. So, um, so I think it was, so that, all that little side rant goes back to say, I was really excited to see how much water my purchase had saved. The other thing that Wear allows you to do is to choose green shipping. And I'm not 100% on the details of what that means, but what I do know is that when you choose green shipping, you support lowering a carbon footprint through solar and wind power. Um, And they even showed me the place where my green shipping, what what it was supporting. And it was actually a place in Georgia where I'm from, well, where I live. Um, And I thought that was really cool as well. So, I mean, a lot of things go into the, all the research that I have done. I researched all these companies. I definitely took recommendations from friends. Well, from friends, but but also from influencers that I was that I was that I follow. And another, and and also my need. I'm not just gonna buy things to buy things. I need to make sure that I need these things. So as I clean out my closet and donate things that don't fit anymore or repurpose things that are have met the end, I have a lot of socks that are really cheap. And with the shoes that I've bought, I need good socks, um, so I will be repurposing those socks into something else, and, or, or doing whatever needs to be done to get rid of them if they're no longer usable at all, and um, I'll have to get socks at some point, but I'm really picky about my socks because of my feet. But so that all goes into the research, you know, any chronic conditions or any health issues that you have go into the research. I'm gonna make the choice that's best for me. That went into consideration for my bag, that went into consideration for my shoes, it went into consideration for my clothes. Those are all really important things. And then of course, the, the, the openness of the company, the transparency is really important to me. And I feel like I've gotten a lot of information from these companies that have been really, really useful. So now I want to swing back around to the beginning. Am I making a difference? No, I'm probably not. I mean, when it comes to the wider world, when it comes to companies, when it comes to saving the planet, I don't know that what I'm doing is making all that much of a difference. Um, I, I know that from conversations that I've had with some people within my world that I'm making a difference, but in the wider world, I'm probably not. Um, enough to be noticeable, I guess. I mean, I am making a difference, but it, this whole like factor of noticeability, you know, Walmart's not going to change their practices because of what I've done. I mean, let's be honest. I didn't shop at Walmart much th- anyways, but they're not going to change their practices because of what I've done personally, just me. But in my own world, I am making a difference. I I try to be really open with my family and my friends about the choices that I make and what I'm doing. And sometimes I have to justify them. Um, sometimes I have to explain and sometimes I have to concede a point, you know, like, yeah, I spent this much money. The bag I purchased was a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. But when you consider all the research that I did, when you consider that I, that I needed it, um, to replace, you know, when I was replacing something that was had worn out or was past its, its usefulness to me, the fact that I'm donating items, the fact that I'm doing all of these other things, that price point is worth it for me. So I talk to them about these things, I share, and if that helps make a difference for anybody else, then yeah, I am making a difference. I also live my values, that's really important to me. I'm a teacher and it's important to me that the students that come in my life see me living my values. Um, And that's that's not to say that I would ever push my values on anybody because that's not my place. But to be a person who is trustworthy, to be a person who is worthy of respect and of time, you need to live your values, whatever they are, whatever your values are. So, you know, like, for example, a few years ago, I had some tomatoes that I brought to school and the kids were shocked by that, by me eating tomatoes. And, um, and I actually know, uh from doing some reading and some research that the tomatoes we buy in the store taste so bad because when they when they did all of the the growing and the science-y stuff to like give us, you know, the best tomato, they factored everything in except taste. However, I like to grow my own tomatoes and I like to grow heirloom tomatoes and different kinds of tomatoes. And when you do that, you have different flavors and different tastes. And I also know that by growing my tomatoes next to other plants, I can influence the sweetness of a tomato. So I'm just sitting there eating tomatoes. My kids are freaking out. You know, oh, those are gross. Tomatoes are gross. And I, and I said, no, not when you do it this way. And that, you know, makes a little, that, that helps widen a worldview a little bit. I still buy, I still buy tomatoes from the grocery store. In fact, I've got a whole bunch sitting in the kitchen to make pasta later this week. But, you know, living my values makes me someone who, you know, They can fact check me. They can see that what I'm doing is what I say that I'm doing. I'm also making a difference in my animals' lives. I'm trying to keep my home as clean as possible. We have six animals, one of whom is a toddler, and I don't know where she is, but she's likely running around causing a mess, and keeping my home as clean as I can from toxic materials and chemicals is important. So I want to kind of close with this one idea, and then I'm going to go find out the name of that podcast, and I'll come back on is, um, and I don't remember where I heard this initially, but you know, everyone says you're not going to be perfect doing this. And no, I am not perfect in doing this. But what our world doesn't need is one person doing it perfectly or a handful of people doing it perfectly. They need hundreds and thousands of people doing it imperfectly, millions of people doing it imperfectly. So The changes that I make are part of that and it doesn't matter, honestly, whether I'm changing some company's way of doing things altogether or if I'm making a difference in the life of one person or one animal. It's important and I'm going to continue to do it. Okay, so I went through all my resources and I went ahead and had pulled everything. So I referenced an episode of Adam, Ru- Adam Ruins Everything, the podcast, on fast fashion. There's also a TV show that you can watch, but the podcast goes into a lot more detail. Um, there's also an episode called Food Waste on the podcast called Sustainability Defined. And while I it didn't have I think exact impact on this, I'm pretty sure that wear packed. Is referenced in that and I think that's where I kind of got the initial things for that there's another podcast that you might want to check out called sustain a babble haven't quite gotten into that one yet but I'm excited to Um, I mentioned Sedona Christina she's a youtuber and she also has a podcast called into intentional that you should check out and lastly my youtube channel is the sustainably healthy mimsy and that's with a Z thanks guys